What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. As always, my name is Drums, and I'm joined by the brothers behind King Golf, Regan and Jordan Headley. As we always do, this time of day, we send it up to the Great White North, see what's going on with our boy Reg. How's it going, buddy? How you feeling? Co- recovered yet? <laughs> uh, I have, I'm actually feeling pretty good. My voice would tell you otherwise, but I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good cold going into the weekend there. <laughs> I had a pretty good cold going into the weekend, and uh, drinking for three days straight didn't do me any favors. But no, I'm actually feeling pretty good. Uh, hell of a weekend. Uh, I think it uh, overwhelmed everybody with the with how busy Country Fest was. I think everybody's kind of expecting a shit year, kind of a down year like last year. And Saturday, Sunday was an absolute zoo up there. Uh, really good acts. Fogarty was 10 out of 10 on Sunday. Good way to wrap it up. And uh, I got right now, I played last night. Um, playing tomorrow. I'm playing Friday. I'm playing Saturday, playing Sunday, and rolling into Kelowna. So, Ooh. wow. Back. Jesus. Fully. Fully. Fully on the stream. Jor, what's happening up in Rossman, buddy? Top of the evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when Reggie muted himself there, I just assumed that my internet cut out again. It happens usually about this time every show. So good to see. I got the laptop plugged in today. I got a beer and a whiskey. And I don't, th- I honestly don't see how things could be any better in life. Oh, and one thing tonight, we are live on Rumble. So we would like to say hi to anybody out there who happens to be watching on rumble if you are just set up an account today i think i had some old videos on there from like a year ago or something but uh i I like rumble it's it's uh it's improved a lot in the last couple years they seem to be making some strides in the right direction uh kind of the reverse of youtube honestly but uh it's pretty user friendly so if you feel like uh watching on rumble go ahead and everybody else welcome to the kingdom on rumble uh also went to country fest this weekend and everybody's still hung mertz sent a text to the group today saying still hung might be hung till Kelowna, which is in 12 days from now so he's really feeling it <laughs> but way less than 12 days i was gonna say like six <clears throat> we're leaving the 11th yeah that's two are you drums are you not going with dal anymore yeah, we're leaving on the 11th. Oh, okay. Well, this isn't much of a chat for a podcast, but um, <laughs> no, things are good. Things are good up here in Rossman. I ha- I've been really shitty at golfing at Rossman this summer, which is weird. It's literally right across the bush here. Street. And uh, I don't know. I just haven't got out. Busy. Also, it was five degrees in here this morning and yesterday i don't know if you guys feeling that too up there we in some sort of grand solar minimum or something right now drums what's happening it's crazy it was 45 degrees on sunday and then it was like eight degrees this morning like this morning i mean i can't complain I, i work from home mostly work inside but like my fingers were hardly working this morning it was so cold in this house that's not i mean it's july the 5th today right like if it was May or if it was September, but July the 5th, I don't know. A little bit too much. Um, but, yeah, I could go on and on. Folks want to hear about drums, though. What's up in Brandon? 
not a well actually it's just a crazy shit show whirlwind that's going to be the theme for july for us uh had our kind of last weekend of july at the lake this weekend which was really good uh everybody was out there my parents came out her parents brother sister everybody for the long weekend so that was good got some uh some boating uh didn't get the golf um and then uh so we sold our place we're moving into her grandparents old place whoa uh, that's news end of Great july news. yeah everything came up pretty quick here so we're we're busy painting and getting uh that house all ready to move into in the next couple of weeks and then we got to go to Kelowna for a week so it's just going to be a absolute gone show for the next month basically at uh at the old Drummond household here yeah well it's exciting though moving's pretty yeah. fun so it shouldn't be that bad yeah no i think it'll be all right in uh, i've done it a time or two so i know what i'm doing <laughs> me too uh <laughs> has Val made any comments about not helping this time around or not yet or you haven't told him uh He's verbally said, I will not help you. And he's also <laughs> verbally said that he will help me. So we'll see which one, uh, which one he goes with on the day off. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Drums. Congrats. Cheers yeah. to drums. Thanks, man. I hope I don't drive in by accident this time and get caught moving again with you guys. Oh yeah. That, that was not me. That was a shit show if I've ever seen one in my entire life before. Even I'll admit that, that was a shit show. That was a shit show. <laughs> like, I was driving to Rossman like 2 a.m. And at least two or three things, they were strapped on. There was so much jammed onto that trailer truck that I was sitting like this in the truck for one for <laughs> the entire way because there was stuff right on my shoulder here. And I lost two or three items on the way. So... Got home 2 a.m. and unpacked. I don't know. It snuck up on me. I thought I had an extra day to move. JP texted me that day. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. It, I probably should have known that I had to move, but there was just a miscommunication there. So anyways, thought I had an extra day, didn't. And uh, that, yeah. Funny, funny, funny night anyways. Yeah, it's funny no, now. I thought it was funny the whole time, to be honest. It was <laughs> just so you like you left a mess there. We, well, we I wouldn't left. say it was a mess. The guy was mad, but all I did was leave. <laughs> <laughs> there. Oh, the guy was pissed, man. He almost took us to court. He should have. For leaving empty boxes? Give me a break. What are you going to sue me for? 100 bucks? Yeah. <laughs> the dump fee, $74. They, they, they would have to take it to the dump and weigh the truck. And that's what you would have got the student for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> $72. $1072. Anyways. Where's the agenda here? You guys happen to get the agenda? Yeah. AC is playing where? Amsterdam? Belgium? Africa? Some kind of weird, sorry. I, I, I knew where it was, and then it was like a weird... Uh, Weird tournament name, so it threw me off. He's in Denmark. Denmark but it's called Maiden right. Himmerland. Hmm. I don't know. So what's the scoop with Cockrell? Was he playing in the qualifier or something? British Open qualifier? Did I see a tweet about that? Oh, I, I didn't see that one. Hmm. Poor poor tracking by the Aaron Cockrell tracker himself. Yeah, no, I didn't you got see the, that anywhere. You got the new Twitter where you can see shit? <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I didn't see anything about that, but it's all right. Maybe he did. Uh, I Googled Aaron Cockrell British Open, and all that came up was Christia Freeland grocery shopping today. So I'm not sure what's going on with the internet, but something's weird. <laughs> it's just it's just throwing fake news over at your phone, <laughs> just to just to get you all riled up. No, I, yeah. So he's playing in Belgium. Looks sick. Hopefully he he could uh, put a week together here, get back on track. It's got to be tough, man, because he was absolutely feeling it and buzzing, and then mixing some travel to different like back home, all this and all that. And it, it would have been tough to stay focused on golf. So I, I don't think that he's lost it by any means. I think he just needs to get rid of the rust here, and uh, he needs one weekend to get back back on track. Is what I think. But hopefully soon. We also no, probably got a little bit spoiled watching him finish top tens every week for like. No, I know, but he's he's missed three cuts in a row, so he's got to yeah. he'll get back on track eventually here. He's had one good round at least the past couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. So it's there. Just got mm-hmm. got to put everything together to get get her through to the weekend. Yeah. It's probably a different kind of pressure right now too, and I think it's probably a better kind of pressure. Like say a year ago or two years ago. He would have been fighting more for his job than anything mm-hmm. else. Now he's fighting to meet probably people's expectations, which is probably, I would say, you know, it's a our different fault. kind of pressure. It's, it's no, I don't want to say it's our fault. <laughs> he, our he, brought, fault. he brought it on himself for sure by playing for so well for so many weeks <laughs> straight there. But uh, no, it's, it's different. So we'll see. I'm sure eventually he'll pull it together. Just needs a couple rounds and start feeling it again. That's yeah. golf, right? That's golf, exactly. That's golf. That's one thousand percent golf. <laughs> How about Justin? T- Speaking of that, what's up with JT lately? Too bad. What a whirlwind for those uh, for the spring break boys there. Ricky gets the dub. JT taking a massive shit all over the world of golf. Last year, like JT would have been on top of the. You good drums? JT would have been on top of the golf world, I think, this time last year. And uh, yeah. Ricky was at the bottom. So they've done a complete 180. Ricky gets the dub. That was pretty cool. That was one of the uh, – I don't even know what word I would call it. It was kind of cool. Just his reaction there, you could tell that <laughs> it was a long journey to get from where he was at, you know, at the very bottom there, to see that putt go in the hole. Yeah, so – did you watch it? You, you, obviously, did you guys watch any of it? No, it wasn't even on TV, I thought. <laughs> so, I didn't even yeah. know it was done. <clears throat> it was uh, – I was trying to find it, trying to find it, and I was like, what the, what's going on here? But I guess there was, like, bad weather coming in in Detroit in the afternoon. So they, like, went off in groups of oh. three in the morning. So they played it all in the morning, and then when it came on TV at two, they had to play it as if it was just – like, as if they were just, like, on hole four at that point. Just for the probably the like honestly for their sponsors, so I uh, I or I got back on that TSN Plus and I actually watched the last four holes. I guess it would have been five holes, and uh, Ricky parred a pretty easy par five, and then he parred seventeen, which was another pretty easy par five, and uh, Hadwin birdied it. So Hadwin was. He two putted seventeen for a birdie to get uh, in a share with Morikawa, and then so Ricky, you could just see like 
the look on his face like fuck not again like i said like is this happening again and then he pipes his tee shot on uh 18th and then chucks an absolute dart to like three feet maybe tighter and uh hadwin pars ricky birdies so there's a three-way playoff between those three and then uh so colin was already in the clubhouse colin's in the clubhouse yep and then because he shot like seven or eight under on sunday and then uh Ricky gets up on the tee on uh, on the playoff hole and just absolutely blasts one right, like so far right. And those guys are both down the middle. Uh, had one actually. Ricky went first and landed right up by the hole. Or no, sorry, he chased up because he was in the rough and he was like twelve feet. And then Hadwin just threw a dart and it landed like six feet from the hole and then just ripped back to like twenty feet. And then Morikawa hit a shot that he tried to play it off the back bank and suck it back to the hole. And it was probably the announcer said it was within a, a yard of being like a foot from the hole. And instead it got hung up on the rough and stayed on the back fringe. So they both missed theirs. And then uh, Rick stepped up and made his. And you could just tell, like, he was just so relieved. Eh? Yeah. It's good to see. Is I he going to win the Open now? It's still just the Rocket Mortgage Classic or whatever it was. Like, I wouldn't say it's a huge event, but still good to see. Like, it's an elevated event, though, isn't it? No, I don't think so. No? Well, maybe because there was some big names playing there. Yeah, that's what I thought just from the names. Um, I think no, normal. Right. Go ahead, drums. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, like, I don't know if Ricky was any ever anybody's favorite golfer, but he was always, like, kind of your two or three in that age group, right? So for him to kind of have that fall off, it it, it did kind of hurt, our like, the, the fandom of uh, of his. So to see, to see him pull through and, and to make the kind of career comeback that he has, it's been, it's been good to watch. And, like, you could tell, like, again, family man, new kid, it just kind of means more to, to guys when they have like the family aspect too. So it was good to see that. I think there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of kids who kind of missed Tiger's prime. Like we were what, 10 years old when Tiger won his first masters there. So we kind of grew up watching Tiger as a teenager, go through the prime of his career. And I think that Rick and then Tiger obviously got into some, some life issues and I think that kind of right some shenanigans from Tig. And then right around that time, I feel like Ricky kind of came in. So there, there is a an age gap of like 20. No, I shouldn't say 20, but yeah, maybe like 25 to that age that they grew up loving Ricky, like wearing orange hats, wearing orange shirts. Like you would always see when we we're that age, like younger kids, they were all dressing up as Ricky because right, he had like that. Hat. Yeah. Yes, to exactly what Cam said. Didn't a lot of young kids off Ricky. Yes, I, you had I orange pants, Reggie. I didn't have orange pants, but I had orange shorts and I had <laughs> uh, a lot of Puma stuff, which I wouldn't I wouldn't have had if it wasn't for him. Uh, he kind of put Puma on the map, honestly, and maybe even Cobra to to the next level when it became Cobra and not King Cobra. I think that was kind of his doing as well. Um, he was just kind of a badass, right? Like he was. He's a professional dirt biker at the same time. And he's just like a, 
I, I don't know, really cool guy sponsored by Red Bull and Puma. Like, uh, yeah, he was kind of the, the cool golfer for a while that came up like a, a teenage superstar. It was, it was awesome at, at the time. And then he kind of, I mean, everybody says it. He just got too big and started doing commercials and shit like that. And just got, no, honestly, just got way too big and had to take care of all that bullshit and kind of just stop golfing. It Not is. stop I mean, golfing, but. No, I know what you mean. It's a distraction. Not used to yeah, it. big time. Like, we don't know anything about that in our lives, but I would imagine that when you have to, you can't just focus on golf anymore. You have to worry about this after this, before the round, this on Monday, this on Tuesday. It's not really just you're there to golf. You're there to be, you know, a celebrity almost, which is what he became. And whether he wanted to or not, I don't know, but everybody handles it differently. But anyways, it's good to see you, Rick. I don't think that this this win would have meant as much if he kind of just continued on his career trend that he was on. But just because of how low he dropped, like he he missed the Masters this year, didn't he? Yeah. Like he was right out of it. And so it's good to see him back. He's got to be – we don't put too much weight on the official world golf rankings anymore. But uh, I'm, I'm guessing he made quite the jump after that win in the last couple months even. I think it kind of put a cap on what he's been doing lately as well. Uh, it's kind of, if he's not winning, it's not all for naught, but it's, it kind of is like, Hey, yeah, you're playing good, but put four days together and win a tournament and kind of the same old shit that, I mean, that was only the sixth win of his whole career. Like, it's not like he, he won all the time in his prime. He, he's kind of always had that, that tag to him that he can't do it. And then to stuff, honestly, man, it's, it's a crazy thing to stuff one like that on 18 to make it to the playoff and then I make a birdie from the rough on yeah. 18. I I wouldn't be surprised, man, if like he just go it's so hard to go off nowadays on tour with how many good golfers there are, but like if he could if he rides that into I don't know, man. But he's still gonna have that shot fresh in his head for a while. And when you have right. shots like that fresh in your head, you can do a lot of good things in golf. And the last time the British Open was at Royal Liverpool, he was second to Rory. Rory was second. No, no. he Ricky was second to Rory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, he, he had an amazing U.S. Open for three days, right? And, uh, like, yeah. I don't know. If, there were some people that were, like, kind of nervous that, like, okay, did he not necessarily blow his load, but, like, did, can he get over the mental <laughs> hurdle of... Of uh, not finishing that fourth day out. Uh, so it is good that, he, it, what was this, two weeks later, he's able to close out a tournament. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just the, he's got a lot of momentum. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't be a he's bad He's such guy. a good putter, man. Like, you watch his putting stroke. I can't, oh. other, other than Cam Smith, I, I can't think of a smoother putting stroke than those two guys. No. It's crazy. It's just like, it's it almost looks like well I shouldn't say it might even be better than Tiger in his prime but you remember watching Tiger putt when he was in even still I mean he never really lost that but just such a buttery smooth oh so oh, sick yeah man. it is Steve Stricker I, Stricker too yes anybody that can putt with a blade is like so impressive honestly like it You're takes such, such a good putting stroke yeah yeah nowadays. <laughs> Yeah, like man, how good is your stroke to be? Yeah, everybody's got heavy spaceships that just like make it so easy <laughs> to take it back straight. And these guys got these blades that are like 
I don't know, man. It's it's very impressive. Yeah, it's what, good to see. Do you remember what he fell to? In the world rankings? Low. Yeah. I'll look it up to you guys get into the next topic here. Like he was, yeah, he was on, out of 150, I believe, right? On the topic of uh the official the official world golf rankings, Taylor Gooch, three wins in the last five live events. I don't care what you have to say about live golf. He's beating some top dudes on the planet right now. And his putt there on 18th to win that tournament at Valderrama. Was it Valderrama? Yeah. In Spain. Pretty impressive stuff from uh, old Gooch man. Was he on 18? It was on well, his 18th hole. I don't know if it was on hole 18. He was on hole three. Was yeah. it? The hole four. No, I don't know what it was, but... Uh, what do we think about Taylor Gooch? Because when everybody went over to the live tour, uh, we we're talking about DJ, we we're talking about Cam Smith, we we're talking about Louis, uh, Phil, but nobody ever mentioned Taylor Gooch. I mean, he was a feather in their cap, yeah, I think so too. Yeah, like a young up and comer, he was kind of getting primed to, to start popping off on uh, the PGA. So, I mean, he's gonna make a comeback to the pga shortly it, it seems so uh maybe he'll carry that momentum onto the pga but who knows was it not him who got gas from the u.s open no peters i think i thought right. it was gooch maybe anyway um ricky three got down to 173 oh, shit. he's up to 23 now in the official world golf rankings <laughs> Yeah, the one the one thing that we we can do to you know try to make some change in in certain aspects of life is just mock the mock them, like it makes. How could you even be putting out these rankings when you know that nobody's taking them seriously? Like, who is getting paid to do these rankings that nobody has any sort of trust or faith in? Not that it really. I, mean, I guess it does matter for certain things, right? For exemptions and shit like that, or does it? Yeah, got to top fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Sergio's out of the of the open. Saw that. I think That's he missed the qualifier by two strokes or something. Shit. I'm sure Jay Monahan seeing that. I honestly it's bad. No, that pumps me up actually. I hate that guy. I wouldn't honestly. say I hate him. I wouldn't yeah, say man. I he was him. like Tiger's enemy back in the day. I've never forgiven him. He was the only one that actually competed with Tiger for a while there. So oh, he's a cocky little Spaniard prick. Right, but it's not like he won. So the fuck who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like him. He has done some shitty things in his career, but he's done some good things too. So whatever. Speaking of that, did you guys see that uh video online yesterday with Ian Poulter uh dressing up with a target and having underprivileged kids hit balls at him? That was pretty cool to see. No, oh, no. Was it like a little Video? Yeah, it was just like a live thing that they did for charity or something. Nice, like um, the DP uh, videos? Yeah. Yeah, those are – that's how you got to do it. Well, and that's what I was just thinking today. I was looking through Instagram, and I'm seeing posts from uh, – I forget who it was now. Page. It doesn't matter. But you now you go on Instagram, and all Scott Stallings maybe even, but all these guys have their own accounts now. 
and they're putting out their own content and their own hype videos, which did not exist before Liv was there. Yeah. I mean, that was a big thing that Bryson always did, right? But I mean, but part of his issues with the tour was that he couldn't get his uh, like tournament used for his for his uh, social media stuff. And now they can. And now, like the the shitty thing for the PGA, and I think that what really pushed them to the to the edge, I guess you'd say, is that you had so many so much talent on the PGA, and they weren't. And the PGA was doing a really shitty job at promoting the players. Like their social media accounts were horrific, at best. And yeah. everybody and everybody is on social media now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like they they relied on the TV production, satisfying their sponsors. They forgot about the fans, where they watch things, where their audience is seeing things on, and that's where they fucked up. So that opened the door, I think, for these other tours uh, like DP to really come through in that department. Live obviously capitalized off of that, and I think that that was a big and and such a simple thing that they could have cured to. I think. Like mm-hmm. spend spend two hundred fifty thousand bucks a year, hire like three people, look after that. I mean, they found two hundred fifty million to add to tournaments, so I'm pretty sure they could have came up with that somewhere. But yeah, anyways, that's my rant for the night. PGA dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I in my mind, it. could you not charge like the sponsors more and say, "Look, this footage is going to be used by every player." for their socials so you're going to get how, how many times more the the exposure on it that exactly i mean that's what happens when you have dinosaurs running things yeah i was just going to say dinosaur like uh, i mean like that's that's marketing. all sports really unfortunately it's yeah except though. pga's kind of been the last one to adapt nhl's right there with them though mm-hmm. right but like football and shit like that, if you watch, there's some really cool stuff that they do. The the issue that the, the NHL has is that uh, all their players wear, wear helmets all the time. So you can't have the yeah, same. True, true, true. Um, I mean, they, they still don't do a great job at it. But anyway, football would be the same, though. Football would be the same. <clears throat> but a lot of times in like warmups and shit, like they're not wearing helmets because they're just catching balls and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so the John Deere Classic is this weekend. I mean, it's kind of second second stage to the King Cup, most would say. But uh, they're playing at the TPC Deer Run, which I thought was pretty interesting. I'd never heard of this course before. I'm wondering if it was named that after the John Deere Classic came there or the John Deere Classic went there because it's called that. Uh, it's been there for a long time, though. And they just rip it up every year. <laughs> Isn't it like minus just, 30s and shit? Yeah. It says the property was uh, an old Arabian horse farm. Wow. All right. So kind of cool. I mean, if it if it was called Deer Run and spelt the same as John Deere uh, before, that's pretty cool. I doubt it was, but um, I think I think this is where Jimbo shot fifty nine, isn't it? Yes, it has to be. It looks like a pretty nice course, actually, but. Can you yeah, hear it's this, yeah, a little bit, but not not anything bad. Uh, 
This is where Spieth dunked it from the trap to to get into the open. Really? Yeah. To get into the open was that like his first Remember year? He just went absolutely insane after he dunked it on eighteen. Like threw his club Did he win the tournament? crazy in the bunker. Yeah, because he hold yeah. out. Yeah, I always get um, that. Mi- that clip mixed up with Rory when he did like the full spin thing there or whatever the hell he did. <laughs> uh, Reg, you said to bring up Spieth. No, I'll talk to you about it this weekend. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant I, on the podcast. No, I, I, yeah, I was going to. I'll, I'll talk to you about it this weekend. Oops. It's all good. How about my call last week? I'm going to get into my pick this week, but. I said Rory be a good bet last week. Ricky. Or not Rory, Ricky. <laughs> Did I bet on him? What do you think? Nope. Nope. Big goose egg. My bet this week would okay, be... Okay, so then, Reggie, hold on. You have to uh, you have to start the your Reggie bet segment with a disclaimer saying whether you're actually going to bet that or not. Because if you are, people won't bet that if you're not going to people might consider it depending on your track record going forward but did you actually pick ricky to win last on the show last week yeah that's a good start 100 percent without batting a thou i said that uh the the people were were uh picking uh there's somebody to be the first round leader and then i said but if there was a, a person i would pick to win the tournament it would be ricky I don't know. Well, who you got this weekend for the TPC deer run? I'm going to throw. I am going to bet. I'm going to throw 20 bucks down on Hadwin. He's been playing some good golf. Lost in a playoff last week. And and it's not like uh, he snap hooked one in trouble in the playoff hole and then missed the green or anything. Like His shot was literally like a yard from being like, five feet and then he wins and then it's it's uh it's over for him it it's we always say in golf if you get hot you get hot and he's hot right now he's riding on a lot of big momentums right now two canadians in the final group last week uh pendrith was there with him pretty sick i don't know if that's ever happened before i mean i'm sure it has at some point but i love to flip it on and see two two canadians in the final group is sick that guy absolutely pumps it too. Holy shit. Because he hit it a ton. But yeah, my bet this week's going to be had on. Uh, would like to say uh, apologies to anybody watching this. I didn't realize that uh, my shirt was so hard on the ice here. I kind of look like a green screen almost. Yeah. Uh, it it's is. almost giving me some seizures here. So I'll, ha- I'll have to keep my eyes off of that screen. Um, so that is Reggie's pick. Uh, he is betting on. So we and advise then, not to pick Hadwin, but what, what one else? more, one more sleeper pick. I would say Joel. Damon. On him? I'm not taking this one, but Joel Damon is paying plus 17,500. So if you threw 20 bucks on him and he won, you'd win 3,500 bucks. Not a bad player, but known to get hot the odd time. So true. Got a lot of talent, not a lot of, Care. Give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Which is perfect at the deer run. True. <laughs> he, so, he must be playing wrong-handed or something, though, for his odds to be that high. 
where he must really be going through it lately. He hasn't had a great year. No, but you never know. Never, I think his county's getting getting more uh, more love than he is. Gino, he's got a bunch of yeah. Gino's in a bunch of commercials and shit now. Gino's a beauty. Gino hogging the spotlight from old Joel. Don't think he cares though. All right, let's do uh, let's do the fix your divot segment for tonight. Then we're gonna do the contest. Although. We're going to need some interaction here because that's how we do live draws is uh, we need a couple numbers from the crowd here. Uh, usually more people, I mean, it's July the 5th, so I'm guessing most people are, are outside enjoying the summertime. Um, so what do we figure here for the contest? Because we got to do it tonight. We were supposed to do it last week. Didn't do it. Um, I have the spreadsheet here. You guys have not seen the spreadsheet before. So maybe you guys will just pick a number each. We'll divide that by two. And then that's what uh, we'll go with or something like that. I'll come up with something. But fix your divot segment uh, tonight. Reggie. Yeah, this is a bad night for me to be reading with my with my super deep ass voice. No, fix your divot segment is brought to you by the Praise Crash Tour. Praise Crash Tour is a amateur golf tour in Manitoba. Uh, currently running, um, provides great, great competition, great fun, which in all our opinions was uh, desperately needed in Manitoba. Um, you guys got to check out their Instagram. They do a great job covering the courses that they're heading to that weekend at Praise Crash Tour on Instagram. And uh, we look forward to tracking the rest of the events the rest of the summer and head over to their Instagram because, like I said, it's a super cool follow. Yeah, they have a competitive division and a seniors division. So whether uh, you fall into any of those, either of those, not any of those, either of those categories, they got something for you. They play the best courses in the province. And it's uh, one of the rare opportunities nowadays to get some competitive golf in you, some truly competitive golf in you. It's a different, it's a different golf. Drums, what's our, uh, what do we got tonight? Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. We got some technical difficulties here. Do you want Each me to do it? I try to open. Yeah, I give her. Okay, so this one was uh, we we have we're sitting on a pool of about a hundred of these. So hopefully Prairie Scratch keeps sponsoring the show uh, into eternity because we have a lot of fixture divots. <laughs> there, you know, when you really stop and think about it, there's so much on the course. It doesn't happen every round, but like once a month maybe, or or happens to different people, and then they tell you about it. There's so many things that piss people off. I mean, we love the game of golf, obviously, but uh, tonight's is brought to you by our father. And uh, I don't know if he's had been having some issues with this or just something that he's thought about lately. Maybe had a chat with Reggie last night, whatever it may be. But his uh, pet peeve for the night is that is people who mark their ball and then put their ball back an inch or two ahead of the ball marker. Reggie's got a smirk on his face, uh, so I'm sure we've all been through this. Some are a little bit more aggressive than others. Some are a little bit more subtle than others. But the point here is that wherever you mark your ball, the ball should be in the exact same spot as it was when he marked it. And a disclaimer here from myself. If there is something in my way, like a divot or something right in front of me, whatever that is, I'll move it like sideways a couple centimeters i've been known to do that before i'm not going to 
pretend I'm perfect by any means, but you don't move it ahead. You don't get closer to the hole. You, <laughs> I mean, some of the courses we have around here are a little bit rough, so whatever, but <laughs> never forward, right? So, yeah, that's <clears throat> agree 100%. That's crazy. Such a greasy, greasy thing. Greasy. Unfortunately, unfortunately for myself, I pick up on it every time, and then it absolutely rattles me every time I see it. It also does absolutely fuck all. Like if yeah. you have a ten footer and you move it two inches, <laughs> what are you, what are you gaining? Yeah, honestly. and like two inches is generous. Like usually it's like a millimeter that they put in front, right? So mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's annoying. I have also seen guys market move some uh, leaves, pretend to blow some leaves out of the way, throw the marker ahead a little bit, maybe five oh, feet. Like, come on, like Jesus, man, it's so annoying. And Four busting it feet. when it happens too. And if you see that, I think it's your duty as a golfer, regardless of how confrontation you are as a person. I think that's. Uh, the duty of a golfer is to call bullshit on that kind of stuff. Is it? If somebody chucks it five feet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. For then sure. A fist fight on the green. I think. Oh, I sorry, think Drums. That... I just saw your private chat here. I didn't see that in the agenda either. Fucking that, music that, uh... just started playing in my headphones. I don't know what is happening right now. Yeah, man. I thought I heard my pets something are falling off right now. No, honestly, I thought I heard music in here before, and I thought it was me, and I'm like, what's going on here? But then you muted, and you went crazy. I don't know what the hell's going on here. What's on? Holy Christ. Uh, It was Morgan? My heart will go on. No. What was it? Did you guys see that Zyre golf video yesterday when a guy makes an eagle putt on the last hole, and they have the Titanic theme song playing in the background? No, that's unreal, though. Like he hit it, he hit the mark in the song. Well, I mean, I don't think that this, I think it was edited in afterwards. Like they just made a huge bomb for Eagle and then everybody went crazy and started flying around like that. But like <laughs> somebody edited in, somebody edited in, my heart will go on. Just one of those videos. Yeah, I saw that. Been, been through it before, um, watched it happen. And uh, it, that kind of stuff, when you when you know the feeling, it, it gives you goosebumps. And that's how I felt watching that, because I've been in a few of those before. And it is pretty cool. It's not something that you get to experience too often. Uh, I just looked at the agenda, and I realized that I think you attached last week's agenda to the case. Thank God. Way. I was like, I just it says July again. 5th. It says July 5th, and then he started on Valderrama, and I was like, okay, we're here Here we are, and then it got to uh, George's suggestion of <laughs> Yell 4, and I was like, did this not happen last week? Yeah, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, what's happening here? But it's all good. All good. When you when you do nothing like me and drums do, you, you can expect a mistake, and you can't get mad about it. Um, we got to hike our socks up. So, hey, I did – I forgot the housekeeping, and I, I want to get to it before I forget. I watched that uh, jury duty. So okay. I watched the whole thing, man. Oh my god, it's so funny! Really, one season? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, only like six like episodes. Six episodes. Oh, I'll be watching that for sure. Then yeah, it's only half they hour get to each. I... The soaking scene. 
fucking unreal. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, man. Like, like how oh, how good of a dude is that guy, though? Yeah, there was times when I almost wondered if he was in on it, but so like he is an actor or wanting to be I an know. actor. Yeah, so, yeah. Like it yeah. all came from a casting call, right? But yeah, still. Yeah, it was hilarious, man. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. So good. Great sure, show. you got to watch, and then we can recap it next week. Yeah, I love inside jokes. Hope to be a part of one someday. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Just keep playing your part. You'll get into one one day. Okay, let's do uh, let's do this contest here. So here's what I'm going to do. I got the list here. Nope. This is for uh, brought up on screen last time. I'm not going to do it again. Or should I? No. Nah. Pluck it. So we had 86 total entrants for this one. So what I want you guys to do is I want you to both think of a number between 1 and 43. And whatever those two numbers are added together, that's who wins. Reggie. Oh, hold on. I'm going to bring it up on screen here just so there's no funny business. Um. Okay, we better say it before or no? Uh, yes, right as I'm bringing it up here. So on the count of three, uh, just one sec here. I have so many tabs open. Uh, on the count of three, three, two, one. 28. 38. 28. 38. What's that, 66? Yeah. It's a bad number. But we do have a champion right here on the screen. And that gentleman, he's getting blown up here. Christopher Perron. Might be related to David. So I think that's David's brother. This could be an in for King Golf getting into... uh, Is David Perron still playing? I used to hate that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was, the, he was the jet killer of all jet killers. I don't even know where he is now, though. I don't, I don't either. either. So, I mean, that was uh, probably the least climatic uh, draw we've done in a while. But that's okay. It's July 5th, and uh, we can't expect things to always be buzzing here. But congrats, Chris. Um, yes, sir. Congrats. If you're related to Dave, I mean, let him know that you won, where to find us. And, oh, he's in Detroit. Son of a bitch. Right. That's going to cost us a lot of money. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Dave <it> is. <laughs> Chris is not in Detroit. Dave it is. Although they could be living together. <laughs> Cheers, Chris. You guys cheers in or no? Boy, Chris. Boy, Chrissy. Let's hear a better one than that, Reggie. I can't. I got no voice. (laughs) Okay, so uh, Chris is the winner of the alternate Maple Leaf head cover, which is one of my faves. And uh, after last week's episode... We snuck together a new design. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw that or not for the Canada Day theme one. Some red, white, red with the king crown in the middle there. It's been a hot seller so far. 
and uh, we'll have some on display at the King Cup Friday. Isn't it crazy that it's Friday already? Maybe even for a prize. We'll see. You know, I don't, uh, I don't like red like at all. Maybe my least favorite color. Really, just on Sundays. I think that I would, like, I would wear that or I would have that head cover. I'd have a whole set of them. That's probably my favorite one we've ever made, actually. To be honest with you, Reg, um, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't wear red, like, as a color on me. I don't think it looks good. Kind of same as, like, green. I don't usually wear green. Yeah, red and green, yeah. But with head covers, though, I, I love orange head covers. I love green head covers, red ones. It's different if you're not wearing it, I think. Yeah. Orange, yeah. like I would never wear, I, sh- I shouldn't say that, but if this whole hat was orange, I guess I probably wouldn't wear it. But uh, on a head cover, I love the orange. Like that Frankie cover with all the stripes, the Eddie Van Halen guitar. Chez's yeah. favorite cover. Speaking yeah. of Chez, Chez is in the King Cup. Breaking He's news. Back. He's back. Who's he with? He's playing with Benji. All right. Benji husband, uh, his guys b- dropped out, bailed on him. Chez stepped in, so two guys are driving him from Swan playing with Benji. I said you're gonna have a you're you picked the right guy. Yeah, good shit. Probably clean up. Hell of a golfer. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. Uh, I'm looking. What's our prediction? Again. For us? Yeah. So the, I think last year I called our shot and said that we would be in contention, which we were. We were. We didn't think we would be uh, until the scorecards were handed in. So the first annual King Cup, the winning score was 56. Pretty high bar to set. That was, uh, who was it? Carter, Dalen, and Shane? Yeah. Um, last year, well, it kind of came out tainted up a little bit by the end. We called out on the podcast that there was no uh, under ten hand or over ten handicap. Wasn't confirmed or denied. But they played last year though together as well. Yeah. And After we called them out for for not having one, they still signed up to next year with the same team. <laughs> and we allowed it. <laughs> oh, whatever. Golf's well, I mean, game. it is. And like, there's a lot of people who write or not write in, like nobody's sending us letters. They message us or they email saying like, do we need like a CPGA handicap or whatever? And I'm just like, no, just be honest. Like golf is an honest game. If you're cheating about this, you know, yeah. Um, And it's same as our anywhere golf league, which uh, Reggie, Reggie uh, played in last week for the first time. There's a three-way tie at the top. Got to get drums in there. Um, I forgot to check. We use the Squabbit app. But anyways, it's the same thing there. It's uh, it, You can play any course pretty much in the world. Like every course anybody's tried to enter into that app has worked. So all you have to do is log in once a week, enter your score in there, and you can compete for the uh, weekly prize. Um, but, you know, it's we just trust that people – 
won't be dishonest with things because that's golf, right? Like, I don't know. Something, something's kind of, I got, well, well, we'll talk about it off screen. But I shot one over at Gilbert and it ended up factoring me to be two over. Yeah. I thought you fixed that. No, I, well, I did, but I don't, it didn't work for that. Didn't so fix? I'm, I'm calling in some taint. I don't know. I probably yeah, still one three over strokes out, anyways. Anyways, there was three three net minus ones for the top for for how many rounds though? Like if one guy plays one, one round, one. so he just takes your best round that week. Like, or do you only enter in one round? Yeah, I mean, the as we get going, as we move forward, and I'm sure we'll have it kind of sorted out better for next summer. But the idea is like you enter in all your rounds so you kind of have a more accurate handicap um, just in your own profile. But then once a week, you take your best score, enter that in as a tournament round within the event page there. And that's what counts as your tournament score. So it's pretty cool. It's a really cool app. Um, It's got a, a chat feature in there. You can track who paid, who hasn't. It's all done through Lightning. So there's no e transfers or anything. Basically, just need an email address and you can send sats that way. And I mean, we're only playing for like five bucks a week, but it's the nice thing about it is it just adds something to every round. You know, even if you're just out with your friends and they're not really playing much for games or anything, you always have something that you're playing for. And it's this Um, it's not for five dollars or ten dollars, it's to enter in your scores and to compare everybody. And I mean, I had some rough scores in there. The, uh, off the start i had an 86 entered in there so finally got a good one in there uh at oak last week but let's talk about oak lake a little bit here oak island um what's your guys' favorite hole there gun to your head i'm terrible with numbers one two, four four wraps around the lake par, par five, five. Yeah. I I mean favorite hole or coolest hole? I like eighteen too a lot. I hate that hole. Five? It's it's so hard. Four is hard, man. Four is hard. Uh, It's always the windiest hole too. It's the windiest tee shot usually there. I don't know, man. I I honestly they're all I like them all. I really like seventeen actually. Really? Oh, I think the, that that's probably the toughest hole for me. It's the toughest for sure. It's a nice hole. Well, for me and you drums, because we go right to left and the hole's going that way. And there's like no landing area. Like it's probably like 15 I, yards right. wide. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's cool. And if you get under those trees on the left there, you're dead. If you're on the trees on the right, you're dead. Yeah. Is it 13 too that's a dog leg right over the trees? Uh, 13. No. No. 10, 11, 12. 13 is a long one. 14 is yeah. part three. Is it 12 then? 12 is part three. 11 is the one that goes. 11 is the one that kind of goes right. down. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Then. That's a cool hole. That's a hard hole, though, too. That's a hard. Mm-hmm. For some reason. I don't know. It just it doesn't set up well with the tee box for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're basically aimed right at the trees right in front of you. But well, you have to be left of that. Mm-hmm. Tens I, that's good, a there's a lot of good holes on that course, man. That's where we all blew up when we played our match here last week. We almost did four breakfast balls, but Pounder was in play. 
he was barely in play. He just found his ball in the bush, one with a bogey. <laughs> All of us doubled <laughs> or tripled it. On 11? Uh, on 11, yeah. And at, at that point, I was uh, – I don't – we don't need to talk about it, but I was having a good roundup until that point and then just kind of took a shit coming home. But You were, what, 78, 76 out there? Yep. I was minus three, though, at that point at 11. I came off a birdie on 10. Or minus two or minus three, one of the two. It doesn't matter. Uh, double. It's funny how easy it is to get back to your your even par there. It's it's almost uncomfortable for me to be under par. You know, I would just like start squirming around. I'm like, okay, I got to hit into a bush here. What's happening? <laughs> I got to hit into a bush. <laughs> Honestly, like I could be hitting the best drives of my life. And as soon as I get into minus figures for a couple holes, like I birdied nine and ten. So I was, I think I was either one or two or three under, but just started squirming and just hit the worst drive of the day, left into the trees and uh, double. So, oh, but uh, the course itself sets up pretty well for us because uh, I go left to right or right to left. Drums goes right to left. Reggie kind of goes straight or a little bit of a draw. What do you hit usually, Reggie? What have you been hitting? It's, it's mostly straight. I yeah. I feel like it's a fade for me, but it's pretty straight. A straight ball feels like a big fade compared to what I hit over the years. But I would say I don't know. It might go a little right to left. Depends on how I hit it. Really, it's there's no set. There's no set way right now. But I would say that last night is probably the best I've hit my driver in three years. Most consistent. Okay. Look out. I started, I started, I was five over through the first three. And then I think I finished like three over, four over, maybe. It was, it was a tough start. <laughs> There's a lot of good, a uh, lot of good teams. This is going to be, I think, the highest quality of golf in King Cup history. I'm, I'm pumped, man. There's going to be a lot of, I was going through the, what would you call it, guest list today. Um, there's a ton of people that within King golf, like just talking to them on Instagram, on the podcast in here, um, with the 88 sats thing, the, the King golf network, like there's a bunch of these people who we know just from King golf and through online. And I haven't met a lot of them in person. And there's probably going to be 10 to 15 guys there that I've never met before in person that are coming to the King cup. And I'm pumped to just meet everybody and, and get to know people. I mean, you know them from talking to them, but it doesn't do it any sort of justice. So I think it'll be a pretty damn good day. We got some good weather too. We got our first ever horse race happening. Yeah, the the only thing that I think I'm the most nervous about, and I, maybe I can't say it on here, but I'm going to say it on here. I think that I'm going to have to put like a curfew, a drink curfew on myself this year. Like maybe only have a few during the day and then let loose at night. But can't can't be doing the award ceremony. Or the horse, oh, yeah. on a horse race in one faces upside down. Yeah, so I won't be doing that. But I, I'm I'm looking forward to the horse race. I think that's probably my my most excited thing that we get to do. Uh, last year it was kind of a a scrambled shit show. This year it's actually going to be planned, and we're going to have have it all set up. Did um, we have one last year? Well, we kind of did, like an off the record one, and then we got oh, a lot right. of shit, and we had to go oh, back. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But this year because be we had a playoff though, all part of the schedule. Yeah. So we got our first legal horse race this year. Yeah. 
but you guys should see the course right now, man. I mean, the the mid or the amateurs in two weeks from now, pretty much. Those guys yeah. have that course looking absolutely phenomenal right now. Chad said that they're going to start drying out the greens, hey? Were they dry when you played? Ooh. Like hard? No, Speed not noticeably. I didn't think it, but I mean, I'm kind of a dummy in that sense. So, because I, I think that, well, he said that usually before the amateur, they start really cutting them down and drying them out to make it a little tougher, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But they kind of, they hydro seeded everywhere. It looked like, like, oh, kind of all the, the drafts, man. Yeah, those fairways are absolutely Those fairways are going to be so sick. Oh. Best Friday. Can we, just skip, can we just skip Thursday? Straight to Friday? Although yeah. we have a pretty uh, pretty big match tomorrow, so maybe we should show up for that one. Drums versus Jor. Yep. Okay, we got some updates from Bosco. I think I might be a referee there tomorrow. Too soon to say, but... He said they top-dressed them when I was there last week to keep the moisture in them. Still rolled so good. Perfect. Wow. You have to love that. Um, it, looks, it looks so nice out there right now. I mean, the fairways are always 15 out of 10 compared to everywhere else around here. But the greens were perfect. The bunkers actually... Isn't it funny in golf? Like for me, this might just be a me thing, but there's nights where I don't hit a bunker the whole round. And then there's nights when I hit a bunker hole one, hole two, hole five, hole 10, hole 13, 15, 18. It's it's like there's a magnet in there some nights. And other nights I don't even see them at all. Golf. 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 I get to play Clear Lake tomorrow, so I'm I'm excited for that. I heard it's pretty minty right now. Uh, yeah, have you played this year? Is I have not. Yeah, true. Oh, yeah. somebody was playing Poplar today, and it looked nuts. Yeah, Whoa. Poplar's. Uh, sorry, I should. Well, I I still did hear Clear Lake's in good shape, but I heard Poplar's like nuts. Those fairways are sick there too. Poplar. Oh yeah, we we don't we don't talk about Poplar enough. No, we don't. Think it'll ever overtake or get close to Clear Lake? I don't think so. Can't beat the views in Clear Lake for tourist golf. And the tournaments are there, right? Yeah. It is very necessary, though, and I think that it will. It'll be around for a long time, and I think that it'll only get better there, actually, because Mm -hmm. Clear Lake needs a little brother. Uh, It takes some pressure off the tee times there a little bit. Not everybody can afford to pay $100 a round. I think Poplar's like 55 bucks, 50 bucks maybe. Um, maybe maybe a little bit more now, but I'm, I was thinking of pre-Trudeau times, but it could be up to 60 now. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, And even five or four or five years ago, you'd go out there and you pretty much had the whole course to yourself at Poplar. And from what I hear now is like, it's pretty busy. And it's a it's a very busy place in the summer, Clear Lake is. And it, it just gives people who aren't ready for Clear Lake a chance to go out and still play a really good golf course for a good price. So mm-hmm. I think that it'll keep getting busier. It might start taking some of the traffic, but Clear Lake will always be number one. It'll always be the busiest. And 
it's in it's a what is it stanley thompson design in a national park like right in the park mm-hmm. yeah tough yeah, to beat it's honestly we always talk about it we we take it for granted like because we play it so for many it. times we do it's absolutely take it for granted all right should we move on from the king cup or do you got any last final thoughts uh i don't know do we predict our prediction? finish yeah I'm not prediction. I'm not prediction ours. I'm going to say that we shoot 13 under. What's the, uh, what's the scorecard look like there? What's the par? Uh, I'm not even going to look. I don't care. We just played there. There's what is there on the back? Three par fives. All we're going to do is hit, hit uh, our best shots that we can have as much fun as we can. Drink as many beers as we can, and that's about it. We yeah, always try to stuff. Yeah, three par fives on the back there, hey. Mm-hmm. So there's five par fives on that course. There's three. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Thirteen, fifteen, eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got to tell you guys about this story quickly. About, about um. 13? Yeah. No, 15. 15. So I told you that I got all squirmy after I was under par through 10. Pulling straight left out of, or lost it in the bush. Doubled, got back to even. Uh, I think I parred the par 3 right after that. I made a birdie on the par 5 along the water to get back to 1 under. Parred the par 3, so I was still 1 under. And then hit the worst. I thought I, thought I got my worst shot out of the day on uh, 11. Hit I lost it left on 15. Do you know how much left room there is over there? <laughs> like there's a pond kind of to the right and middle there. And then yeah. there's like a the fairway, which is a little bit left. And then there's like a hundred yards of rough on the left side. I was left of that. Lost ball double. <laughs> like that's probably the easiest hole in the entire course, honestly. Yeah, it's up there for sure. Eight or eight or nine. Yes. Yeah, nine's not. And especially now after they cleared all the stuff out of there, it looks a lot better, like aesthetically, but it's a lot easier of a hole now. Mm-hmm. Um, 18's up there too. Out of the par five, is it just, except for the two along the water are really tough. Is it just grass around nine now? Like it, it was always kind of that chopped down like reeds or whatever that were, was there for a while. And then they burnt it, right? Yeah. Right. And what when is it they now? burnt it, that was pretty funny because there was like half burnt golf balls every step <laughs> you took. Because yeah, nobody had been in there for time. a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was a shitload of golf balls in there, man. <laughs> and so, so last year it was just all reeds in there. I think it was dried right out, but it was all reeds. Right. Yeah. This year they just chopped it all down. And it's uh there's one little spot, Moose calls it the onion patch, kind of closer to hole one. It mm. just looked because it's a bunch of short reeds, so they look like onions. Um, and then the rest is kind of all sand, like ground under repair. So you can just hit it in there, take a free drop out and go, go back to what you were doing. Oh, I wonder if they'll put it as a hazard for the amateur. I would say the reds take it. I would hope they do. Yeah, they should. Maybe that's your plan. It looks a lot better though. Yeah. It looks so much better there. Even like looking off the range, looking off the first hole, looking back from nine green. Like it was kind of messy there. It just looked like a swamp. 
So now it's just like you can see all the green. And if you guys are thinking about playing the amateur, tomorrow's the last day to sign up. Is it? Yeah. I kind of want to get out there and just watch. You want to take the video cameras out there, Reggie? Get some king footage. <laughs> if I'm if I'm going out there, I would play. So it's during the week, and you can't. What's the date of it again? I think it's when oh, we're in anyways. Oh. Well, final reminder to everybody out there. Tomorrow's um, the last day. Tomorrow's the last day to get in on the amateur. You guys got segments tonight? Um, not really? Not really. <laughs> it's like been I a week, it. man. I'm sorry. I got nothing. Hey, man. Don't worry about it. There's no need to apologize. It's July the 5th. We appreciate everybody who's watching this, who's listening to this later. Um, we're just, ha we're just happy to be here. We're on, we're on quite the streak right now, honestly. Like I think the last time we missed an episode was at least might've been Christmas or before that. So, um, we're going to keep doing these every week, whether there's two of us, one of us, three of us, uh, whether it's July 5th and everybody's doing other things. No need to apologize. I'll, People are busy right now. I'll give something quick. Cause I noticed it the other day. Sure. Um, use, use the T box to your advantage. If you move the ball one way or the other, I see it too many times. Um, I don't want to throw dad under the bus because dad's actually been picking up on a lot of, like he's been playing very good. Um, but if he always, he, he knows he always hits a fade with his driver, right? Yeah. And if there's like an overhang down the right side, like sometimes he'll still tee off in the middle of the tee box and it brings that in. So then he's scared to hit that. And then he goes left. But mm -hmm. if you if he just teed because he's a lefty and he hits a fade, right. so he he tee off for the middle, and then I don't know, like so I always tell him to tee off on the far left side of the tee box because then when you get to that far left side, it takes that out of there and it just opens up everything so much that you have to miss really bad to miss left. You know what I mean? I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Whereas the other way, if you just if you just pull it pull your club a little inside, then it sprays it that way, and then it's got no power and it's just dead. Whereas if it's like, it's hard enough as it is, if you can get an advantage by just moving where you want to go on the tee, tee box, it can mm -hmm. help out a lot. Just a reminder. It's just a, not a stroke saver, but a reminder. Cause I've said it on here before. About Unofficial it. stroke saver. Subtle reminder. Reggie's reminders. Yeah. Maybe that's what it could be called. We can board your for uh, two minutes. Any big uh, NHL signings that uh, piqued your interest, Reggie? <sighs> What about me? What do you mean? What about you? You don't know any of them. I saw some. Who? Who then? Who is your favorite? <laughs> uh, Jets got rid of Dubois, I saw. Max yeah, doesn't good, with the Leafs. Good return. That. Yeah. Yeah, drums. You got to be feeling pretty confident. That's why you're asking about it. Uh, maybe not confident, but like ex actually excited to watch them. They're going to be entertaining, at least in the regular season. Like, it's, it's guys, every guy that they signed, I mean, outside of Klingberg, but the other three, uh, Revo, Domi, and Bertuzzi, they're going to, like, drag you into some some fun games. So, like, who are they gassing then? Because they got to be well over the cap right now. Well, they're eight. Uh, they're they're eight schmilla over. 
Uh, I, th- I have a feeling they'll figure out something with Matt Murray uh, to get rid of him. And then um, Muzzin just goes on LTIR anyway, so they'll be fine. Yeah, I think if I... Oh, whatever. You wouldn't like this comment, but I think if I'm them, I just I would gas Marner. Honestly. Marner over Nylander? Yeah, I think so. I think I'd gas Nylander, but only <sighs> so only good, for man. only for D. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. It's pretty know. sick. It's like pretty it's not, sick, like, man. It's it's not a lot of changes, I guess. Like, but there are some like names that are completely different to what they have, and that's exactly what they need. Yeah. The Bruins, Bruins, uh, got Morgan Geeky signings. Yeah, yeah they Geeky got Geeky and then, yeah, they had some weird ones. Who else? They really end up being a steal for them. I think so too. I mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of hockey, but I feel like he's a big boy. Probably got him for a good price, and uh, he's from Strathclyde, so you can't ever doubt those guys. I would say that the uh, the Leafs were the winners of it all. Um, I'd say it'd be the city of Portland. <laughs> These fans. What about uh, what about the Isles? If everybody they gets out some years? monster contracts, yeah. man. holy shit! They just like you their get squad, eight years. Man. You get eight years. You get eight years. Yeah, Pierre Engvall signed. Pierre Engvall, like that's wild to me. Never wild. heard of that guy. He used to be with the Leafs, and he sucked. Seven year, but they're not paying him a whole lot. Three million a yeah. year, like still. He's, but he's fast. Million. He's fast as lightning, but he can't. He can't finish. Um, I'm with Barrett. The, the Duchesne one. There's something with him that I don't understand. Yeah, he's I a think dude. It's, I think it's actually built right into his name. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk Is about he... Domi though for a sec before we move on to Duchesne? Yeah, I feel like Domi. He was he had a pretty good junior career, right? Yeah. And I don't think he's ever had I don't think he's ever really got there in the NHL yet. And I think that being in Toronto, I think that this will be his place to be. There's just so much history with his dad there. Maybe it might be too much pressure. He could go the other way, but I don't know. I think that being with the Leafs, being in that city with so much history there with Ty, I just think that if there is a chance that he does anything in the NHL, it's going to be in Toronto. Yeah. Like he's, he's had good years in the NHL, like good years. Right. Like but not, not like, like standout years. Right. Yeah. Um, and like they've reported that he, he, he always figured that Toronto would be the landing spot for him. Um, and like he was very excited that. that this happened. Um, but then at the same time, I'm like, I remember when we signed David Clarkson and it was like the homecoming kid and that was the biggest fucking bust in history. I'm not saying the same thing. It's just I think Clarkson thought he had to play this role where I hope Domi doesn't think he has to be Ty and Mm -hmm. beat the piss out of people for a living and and do shit like that because he is a good player. But that's also why you have Ryan Reeves too. So he can police everything. That was a solid pickup. Yeah, but like Domi's not going to like – pussyfoot around out there it's just he doesn't need to be no right and that's why i think that he will succeed like i think that if ty was like the same kind of player like was a goal i mean ty got a lot of goals didn't he 
decent amount, yeah. Yeah. He wasn't a slouch, really. But it wasn't but he's like Domi's not expected to go out there and fight and, and kill guys and fight Bob Probert. No. So No, it's just I hope he's not like all amped up and gets kind of fucking running around and head like getting silly. Yeah. In fairness to him, like he started his career in the desert and just got just yeah. roasted there. Desert like, just ruins guys, man. Yeah. Well, and it makes sense. Like the last thing I'd be thinking about in, in Phoenix, Arizona is hockey. And then you go to the rink and nobody's there. People are paying five dollars. High school rink. Dog in a ticket. You're at a high school rink. Uh, Ches is in the house. Uh, we had a post on Instagram saying, "What are you doing Friday?" Ches replied saying, "Chucking darts, breaking hearts." Hashtag King Cup 2023. <laughs> he did that last year, but his was he was rolling putts last year and breaking hearts. He broke our whole our hearts on hole one last year prick i remember i didn't even realize that that meant the playoff was over <laughs> yeah i thought I we thought tied I mean, them. <laughs> yeah i thought we were going to hole number two and then all of a sudden they just won i'm like what the? i was also what? 45 drinks deep so yeah just crawling yeah how about yeah. sandy's squad uh tying for second or finishing fourth but tying for second last year yeah. so you got the same squad uh no, no. Oh, the maybe. wheels fell yeah, off them pretty spot. quick too. They were yeah. pickled. Yeah, they were pissed. They were doing very shotguns, I think. Remember their remember Sandy's drive on hole one? He was like fifty yards off the green, and then they made par. Yeah, <laughs> they hardly the got I've on ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. I feel like one is. Uh, sneaky underrated hole, hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, you got to have a good tee shot. The second shot, it just looks like the whole world's coming, closing in on you there. And then the green messes with you because it's a two tiered kind of green, and they always put the pin at the back on the slope there. And if you're if you're in front of that, you got to get back there, and uh, it just looks like it's not that far back all the time. So. You got to double check in your rangefinder tomorrow or Friday. Make sure you see where the flag is because oftentimes it's right at the back and it looks like it's kind of more middle there. Hey, speaking of rangefinders, you know how some people say they don't like to use them? Whoever like said people that. Don't, people don't use them. They just go off field and they say they can't use them. There's holes at Gilbert that if you look where the 100-yard marker is and those greens are so deep, like yeah. it looks like you're 30 yards off the green. I thought I I would have bet that I was like 40 yards to the pin. I was 79 yards. <laughs> just ju- based on where. And there's like six holes that are like that there. That if you don't have a range finder, man, you'd be so hooped. And if you don't know where the flag is on the green, like something yeah. like that, where you kind of look at it, it looks like it's middle, but it's actually 20 yards behind it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Thank God for rangefinders. Anyway, we should wrap this up. We're rambling on about dick all now. Well, this has been our shortest episode in a while. Um, we'll get we'll That's give crazy. it a couple more minutes here. We'll give it a couple more minutes here. Is there anybody in the chat watching right now? I wish I could see the Rumble chat on here. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out Rumble here. Let's give a shout out to Rumble. See if anybody's watching on theirs. <laughs> Uh, we got three likes on Rumble and two dislikes. So, oh, thanks a lot, Rumble. Likes. 
That'll be the last time you get streamed on there. Yeah, a rumble. <laughs> who, who goes out of – okay, this is another pet peeve of mine. This is a real-world pet peeve of mine. Who goes out of their way to just throw out random dislikes out there? Or, like, like Yelp reviews? Like, do you ever see the ones on, like, like Google that. Google reviews? Haven't been here before. Zero stars. Thanks, you fucking idiot. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, I hooked up the Rumble stream tonight. I went on there to see if it was actually pulling. Th- I didn't even do that, actually. But, like, before, I wanted to make sure that it was, like, um, it showed upcoming. And before the show even started, one dislike. <laughs> Who like who does that? I just don't probably understand sheer. it. It would probably was sheer though. <laughs> no, he wouldn't do for, that to us. For all the times you said he was wild, Reggie, the wild man, sheer though. Oh, sheer is making his King Cup debut. They uh, he he almost played last year, him and him and Cuz, but uh, they were actually the defending champions of the Burke Cup. And so, so who's their partner of this? Uh, Goose. We're fucked. They'll be in contention. It'll be interesting to see. I I do think that this is the strongest field in King Cup history. I mean, we're only three years in. But I think that this is the strongest field. So I think that there'll be some low scores. Snoop said he's got some golf coach coming from... Snoop's coming too. There's a couple guys from Winnipeg who are both twos playing with an 11.2. Oh, my money's on them. There's like three teams coming in from Winnipeg. It's, really? it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's the most teams we've ever had by about six or seven teams. Uh, so the course is going to be packed. And uh, horse race after is going to be wild. It's going to be so good to see everybody in person, shake some hands, have some beers. Kiss some um, babies. Give out some cash. We're going to have some cold hard cash here to give out to the winners. And uh, it's going to be a good day. 21 degrees. How high is Sheardo's high handicap? Goose is, Goose is pretty good. Goose is probably in can 11 I, or 10. Can, can I buy them in the Calcutta? Yeah, we were going to do a live Calcutta tonight, but I just don't know how Me that would work. With, uh, pairings are not done yet. I was supposed to do that and send those to Des today, but uh, we have an odd number of teams right now, so I was hoping one more would squeak in. Haven't checked in a couple hours, but um, I'm glad yeah, Goose, Goose is pretty good. He's always in uh, three, four, five, six um, flight at the Tamarack. So he's got the potential to probably shoot a 75, also potential to shoot a 85 or 90. So right. I'd say 12 is a, a good assessment there. He's a good golfer, though. They'll be up there. I'm predicting a winning score of 57. What's that? 15? What's the par? I don't know. I'll check quick. What do you guys think? Although I guess you can't answer till. I'm just basing that off of the first year was 56. It seemed like a ridiculous round. Last year was 59. Field wasn't quite as strong last year. Um, so I'm going 57, kind of in between there. Could be 55, though, too. There's going to be a skin cat in here, anyway. Can you guys Hold hear on. him? Or... Hold on here, folks. Par 72. 
How the hell did you beat me? Quick with it. Seven two. Yep. So fifty seven would be fifteen under. Be a good score. What did you think we do? Thirteen ish. All right. No, we're not, we're not. We're not taking a score. We can shoot. I am. I said thirteen. <laughs> Goose doesn't like to have any fun, though. Yeah, could probably say yeah, the same. I know that about Goose uh, too. Yeah, he really likes to keep to himself, sober for most of the day. Usually frowning. Yeah, I've never seen him smile. Actually, Goose. No, Goose is good shit. He's like saying uh, that Dell doesn't like to have any fun either. Okay, Jordan, that video, man. I was watching it the other day. Of Dell, and I was actually crying. Like I, no, no, that uh, the deuce. I was actually <laughs> crying, man. I, I must have watched it like a hundred times. What yeah. is that thing? That's exactly right. what it is. Sorry, Roscoe uh, does make a good point here. He said, "Depends on the weather too. If it gets windy, it is. It's a really hard course in the wind." And the last couple of years has been zero wind. It's been fucking mint. And it will be again this year. That's what we do. Hopefully we see a deuce out there. Was that deuce out there? The deuce was on hole four. I hope the deuce yeah. is back. Did you see that video, Drums of the Deuce? No. It oh was the God. it was literally the size of a Canada goose. Like it had the exact same body of a Canada goose, same height. Same, it had a, the body of a Canada goose, but it had a white head, like a, a duck. It had like a duck looking head and orange, uh, orange feet, like a duck. <laughs> huh. so called it a deuce. There was, there was ducks around there and there was Canada geese too. So they're clearly plucking. <laughs> it walks like a duck. Like you can tell, it it's like a duck. Like, but that's a deuce. You can't see it that well. It's on, it's on our Instagram account. What you I got drums. I got to read the description to you. That's why I was laughing at it so hard. He said, we're calling this one a deuce. The head, feet of a duck, body of a Canada goose. The ducks and geese at Oak Island have been spending a little too much time together. <laughs> and that's exactly what it looks like, just a, a head of a duck. It, oh, it was 100% a duck or a goose probably screwed a duck. I don't think it'd be the other way around. Otherwise, it would have been a pretty big duck. Yeah, true. Do you want to know that that's impossible? Is it? Yeah. It's not impossible. Well, we saw a impossible. fucking video of it's it. It's impossible until you go watch that video, and then you're like, well, maybe it is possible. How is it impossible, Drums? Enlighten us. So, uh, are you talking so, birds in general? No, for ducks. Rape is very prevalent in uh, ducks. So, over the years, the female duck has progressed to have a spiral vagina. Right, 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 right. So a goose couldn't fuck a duck because the goose doesn't have a spiral penis to get into the vagina. Ah, uh, it's got to be the square hole into a square peg or square or spiraled. Or the Phillips into a Phil's bit. So that must have been a big duck then that was bucking the goose. <laughs> Yeah, could that happen then? Mm -hmm. Could a spiral get a goose pregnant? Sure. Still going in, if it fits. Nice. All right, we're off the rails here. Yeah. 
Yeah, Roscoe, that was on Thursday, the deuce. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. That was um, our match on Thursday against uh, Pounder and, and Patch. All been, right, been let's wrap up here. Uh, played Oak Island several times this year, so I'm expecting big things from the boys, but you never want to put too much pressure on yourself. All you can do is uh, hit the best shots you can, have as much fun as you can, drink as many beers as you can, and try not to fuck any geese. Well, I see when I said 10 minutes ago, we should wrap this up. <laughs> I usually have a pretty good feeling of hey, when the, we should wrap it up. The funny thing is, is that Goose, like from the chat here, like Goose, he has a goose on his um, head cover. Like we made a head cover for him with a hand cut goose on it. So maybe his next head cover will be a deuce, uh, a deuce <laughs> except it'll, it'll be a Daryl goose. And it'll be a, a goose body with with goose's face on it. Oh. <laughs> Sheard said, please clip this. No, we're not clipping this. We'll probably delete it like our uh, we'll, 4 a.m. cockerel we'll, session. We'll crop it. We won't clip it. We're trying not you to get scrubbed from that here. Session. Well, if we get canceled, we'll take it. But we're trying our best not to get canceled here. So... <laughs> Drums. Good luck. Take us out of here, brother. Okay, we're out of here. Uh, as we always said, we're looking massively forward to uh, the King Cup this year. Um, one spot open, you think? I think so. so I, haven't, I haven't seen or heard anything. So, But that just means that nine guys will be playing together. Not a big deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk behind the scenes, but we'll try to get this out uh, this evening later tonight um, so that there are some opportunities uh, coming. So. Good call. If you are interested, uh, please reach out. We'll see if there is a, a spot uh, to get it filled up. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for this evening. We will see everybody bright and early. What time does the bus leave? 9 a.m. OJ's. Open 9 a.m. OJ's. We'll Beers be at 8. Beers at 8 at OJ's. Bus leaves at 9. Golf begins at 10. 11. I didn't get the uh, memo, so Sorry, I'm buddy. just going off, going off feel. I figured I'd tell you, but I just haven't yet. <laughs> we uh, that's I'll our whole life. Guys, I'll maybe see you guys tomorrow for Pretty some much. golf on the first tee, but if not, we'll have some beers tomorrow night, regardless. Absolutely, um, we got a big, uh, big match. Uh, me versus Jordan tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes and uh, see if we can carry some momentum ourselves into the King Cup. Yes, that's it for us this week. One last, shout out. Love you boys. One last shout out. Peace. One last shout out. Sorry. See you, Rumble. <laughs> Good God. Fuck, fuck Rumble, but a shout out to uh, my partner, Farns, Papa Farns. Baby oh, yeah. Two yeah, arrived, yeah. arrived today, uh, a little girl. Not a little oh, girl. Yeah. He had a, an, another uh, another big baby. So Farns has got, uh, Farns got the big gene. Uh, but yeah. shout out to Farns and Jane. Uh, everybody's happy and healthy. So shout out to them. That's it. We're out of here. Love you, boys. Peace. See you tomorrow. See you, boys. See you tomorrow. Bye bye.